Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Radio studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Here's Armstrong and Getty. This is what Elon Musk did the day he bought Twitter. It's an amazing lesson in productivity. And Jack mentioned uh, part of this earlier. Uh, he closed the deal to purchase Twitter for $44 billion in cash. Uh, after a deal of that size, I probably would have gone and gotten drunk. <laughs> but, <laughs> or played golf or something. In short, I'd have shut it down for the day. But later that evening, uh, Elon met with engineers where he spent more than an hour working on rocket engine valve leak solutions at SpaceX in Texas. Um, and uh, no one mentioned Twitter according to Walter Isaacson, the famed author who's working on Musk's autobiography, I'm his biography, rather. He I didn't know. Multitask. Okay, okay, okay. That's why that came all to Walter Isaacson. So the guy who wrote the Steve Jobs biography, the authorized biography, is doing Musk now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And Okay. Yeah. And so uh, it's interesting. Isaacson says he can multitask. Uh, but then um, th- but then the author of this article points out that he's really not multitasking at all. True multitasking is, is simultaneously performing two tasks at the same time. It can be done with lots of practice, brings up a basketball player who can dribble with one hand, and do something with the other. But if you try to do that in real life, it's really just task switching. 
yeah, rapidly well, switching back and forth, and it comes with a heavy price. Whatever you want to call it, um, I, I would consider that multitasking. You close the uh, one of the biggest business deals in the history of capitalism, and then and then later that day you're working on for hours on rocket engines. Like you said, most people would be take a while to absorb the first before you move on to a different one. You know, feel free to weigh in via text or whatever. I don't think that's what people mean by multitasking. I think they mean doing two things at once. Well, I think they do, too. But I've long since what you just said realized that that doesn't work. You just do two things poorly. Oh, yeah, absolutely true. So uh, he does actually the opposite. Um, And uh, getting back to the Isaacson quote, no one mentioned Twitter. This shows that while Musk may work on various problems, and for more than one of his companies per day, he concentrates on one thing at a time. Oh, I see what you're getting at, yeah. No, I I, I think it's amazing you do two giant things in one day that are completely different, and, and a whole bunch of different things. But uh, the point is, you focus on one, you're done with that, then you move on to the other one, and you focus on that. You don't do them yeah. both at the same time. He wasn't. Well, he didn't have a wrench on a rocket engine trying to stop the leak. While he was talking to Wall Street about buying Twitter. Right, exactly. And this writer says, imagine, for example, that during his meeting with SpaceX engineers, Musk was taking calls about Twitter. Not only would that reduce the quality of his own work and concentration, it would drive everyone else in the room crazy, too. In contrast, by keeping meetings, project work, and major tasks separate, Musk makes the most of his time and brain power, aiding his ability to think critically and solve problems. I guess he's legendarily disciplined about that. Hmm. Um we're doing one thing at once. It's worth remembering. Sure. Know, no matter you know what you do with your well, life. I, and, um, I think every doesn't everybody recognize that that's completely true? That if you try and, and to do the idea that we could do two at once is a delusion. Of course. You try to do a couple of things at the same time, you just you do them both bad. <laughs> I mean that yeah. it's, it, I, I prove that every day. So uh, I do a handful of things to get ready for this show. This is how I make my living. I fed my family, etc. It's pretty important to me. Uh, one thing is I just read and read and read. And the other thing is I watch and watch and watch. And sometimes if the news uh, newscast is not particularly relevant, we're not going to be talking about most of this stuff. I'll decide, let me go through email while I'm watching the news. And I quickly find myself not comprehending a single th- thing that's said on the news. And I have no idea what I've read. Because I'm task switching, I'm going back and forth rapidly and doing none of it well. So anyway, I'm not that's trying to. Elon's I'm thing. not trying to quibble at all because I fully no, agree ahead, with ahead. that. But like when I listen to podcasts and mow the lawn, does that count as multitasking? And I think I can do both no. of those completely well. Right, those are so distinct, intellectually speaking. Yeah. I think you can absolutely do that. Although, if you run into a situation, though, where, like, your landscaping rocks make it really difficult. You can't just go in a straight line. All of a sudden, you have to do the back-and-forth thing in yeah, the angle. You would like not that. be paying attention to the podcast and miss parts right. of it. No doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, here's or the Warren Buffett. you'd run over yeah. your sprinklers, and water is shooting everywhere. Uh, or And here's the Warren Buffett thing which is a different article but i i found it really interesting and it's uh you know it's kind of a uh, companion piece to the the elon musk thing and they go into how impressive uh, warren buffett is uh, one infamous buffettism has garnered a lot of debate since he first said it years ago it's a quote about the difference between successful people and really successful people here's what buffett said verbatim the difference between successful people and really successful people is that really successful people say no to almost everything mm. 
And then they get into that fear is, of missing out, that sort of thing. I would like to know more about that, saying no to almost everything. Yeah. So um, they talk about FOMO, which is the age we live in, fear of missing out. You don't want to turn down an opportunity that might be great in the future. Uh, we've all said no to something, regretted it later, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many inputs, so many opportunities in the world these days. Um uh, that's where Buff, the Buffett quote can help us as leaders and business owners keep our sanity. Obviously, that's who this is written for, but I think it applies to all of us, including some people I know and love very much who have very a very hard time saying no. Um, because if we let our egos and insecurities dictate our actions and we keep saying yes instead of no, it's not a sustainable business or life practice. We will inevitably crash and burn. So we often spread ourselves thin by saying yes constantly, and we end up taking on more commitments than we can handle. Uh, really successful people, for instance, Steve Jobs, clearly separating himself from everyone else with his own relatable quote. Here's what he said in an Apple Worldwide Developers Conference back in 97. People think focus means saying yes to the thing you've got to focus on, but that's not what it means at all. It means saying no to the hundred other good ideas that are there. You have to pick carefully. I'm actually as proud of the things we haven't done as the things I have done. Innovation is saying no to a thousand things. Now that is interesting. I'm as proud of the things i said no to as i said yes to of course because that's the whole ball game you say yes to this and it's a, a you know a dry hole you might spend years and who knows how much money and effort on it and right. it eliminated all the other things you're going to do all of a sudden we don't have the iphone because you tried that or or saying look i got to change i'm going to change my career around i'm going to go to nursing school uh, get a PhD in music theory, and you know whatever. Learn to be a surgeon. Um, and, I'm, <laughs> and whichever one of those works out the best, that's the career path. I'm gonna. Well, you're gonna screw them all up. There's no chance. So I'm wondering what I'm thinking about. Is that all business related stuff, or do they mean saying no to stuff like uh, going to a concert Friday night? You're better off, you know spending your time on one of the projects you're on. Is that what they mean or well, I don't uh, I don't think this would apply this applies to us as much as it does some other people, although at this point you being so involved with your kids' lives and everything it may. Uh I again, I have some people who I care about very much who if they are asked to head up the bake sale will say yes. If they are asked to be part of the cleanup committee, they will say yes. Uh, they, If they are asked to be vice president of this organization, they will say yes. And they will say yes to the point that they are miserable because they find it difficult to set up barriers and say, uh, no, I'm too busy. That would detract from the other things I'm doing. Thanks for asking, but no. Uh, well, I'm glad I'm in the line of work I'm in because of the way my brain works. I'm not good at like focusing on one thing. And I think you have to be able to do that um, whether you're Elon Musk or Steve Jobs or whatever, even if the one thing is I'm going to be I'm going to build rockets and I'm going to build electric cars and like you put so much time in, I got to do I got to like get interested in like 50 different things a day. I I just can't I can't narrow it down that much. And I, this but, seems but like some people that are really successful are able to like put tremendous amount of energies into a project that I just yeah. I would I would lose interest in it. Well, what a, just uh, we're getting a little uh, behind the curtains here. Uh, you might see somebody changing clothes. I don't wear underpants, so you know, just you know, avert your eyes. And you're going to see a dingus no matter how you how you slice it. <laughs> oh boy, and who wants that? Ah, uh, but isn't your project finding out what's going on in the world? Yeah, well, that's why and I'm you're perfect- fanatically focused on that. Yeah, well, that's why I'm perfectly suited to this job. Is like you know, 
having a hundred different topics per day. I, I'm I'm really um, envious of people that can like focus on things and like put so much effort into a particular direction because I just I can't do that. But you don't think finding out what's going on in the world is a particular direction? I suppose it is. I suppose it I is. I mean, it's not designing a rocket booster. Boy, don't get on any rocket we design. Well, I was thinking about people I know, because I live in a university town, I know a lot of people, um, PhD-type people, who are so focused on a thing. I mean, like a very specific thing. Like a particular aspect of a particular disease at a particular moment, and you spend 12 hours a day every day for 15 years on it. I just, I'm not built that way. Yeah, yeah, I hear you on that. And thank God some people are. Yeah, we find our way to our strengths anyway. But I hope uh, at least some of you found some of that at least slightly yeah. helpful. No, that's interesting. That's really interesting stuff. Focus on one thing at a time and learn to say no. Elon Musk's a fascinating guy. Oh, he is. I, I would love to spend five minutes inside his brain. It would probably be terrifying. Ah, let me out! <laughs> And or I would think, oh, please don't make me go back to my stupid, stupid brain. Oh, I'm seeing so many wonderful things. I'm realizing so much. Wait a minute. I have an idea. Time's up, Joe. Back to your dopey, dopey brain. Oh, no. Yeah, well, you're in you're in Elon Musk's brain. You got to realize a portion of it thinks dating Amber Heard's a good idea. So, I mean, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. So. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my sexy pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. There are more open jobs than ever in our nation's history. I mentioned that to my son yesterday as we were sitting in traffic, and there was a guy in the median who looked to be perfectly fine, but had one of those, you know, God bless, please give me money. 420 friendly. Okay, so you're a stoner sitting in the median asking for money. I'm what? But anyway, how do you put those things together. How do you square those? I mean, I saw somebody hand them money, so it didn't bother them. We have more job openings than we've ever had in our nation's history, and that dude's sitting in the median asking me for money. How do those things, two things go together? Poorly. Anywho, I uh, tweeted this out over the weekend, uh, the ongoing problem with customer service, which a lot of it is because they don't, they're understaffed. I was at the IHOP with my kids. So we go to the trampoline park, they jump on the trampolines for uh, an hour and a half, get themselves all tired and hungry. We're going to go to the IHOP. Why? Because they got a gluten-free menu, and my son's gluten-free, and they have great gluten-free pancakes. So we go there. Plus, I know you like the opportunity to interact with other cultures at the International House of Pancakes. You know, that's not really a thing anymore. But when I was a kid, when you were a kid, I'm sure, you go to the IHOP, and they would have the big thing of like a dozen different kinds of syrup, which is really mm. kind of exciting. Yes. They don't do that anymore. Really? Yeah. Just the maple stuff? Just the maple. It's tragic. Anywho, uh, we were there for 20 minutes before we got any water. And uh, I finally went up oh. to the lady and uh, said, I need some water. Like, right now, I need some water. I'd ask a couple of times, by the way. I need some water, like, right now. And she said, it'll be just a minute. I said, ah, I can't wait a minute. I need some water right now. Can you tell me where it is? I'll go get it myself. I'm happy to do that. But I need water, like, right now. And uh, I'm going to get it. And, and I looked around, and I realized every table in there, this is at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, every table in the place was covered in dishes and stuff. Oh, boy. They hadn't, they, they, she, just, she and another person just running around like crazy. They hadn't cleared off a single table. They're wow. so far behind. I ended up tipping her quite well. She's showing up to work. She's not sitting in the median asking for money, busting her ass, and probably getting yelled at by a lot of customers. 
just in an impossible situation like so many people are at so many businesses right now because they just don't have enough employees. Sweetheart, here's a little word for uh, word to the wise. Most of the towns around where you are are more than happy to have you do drugs in a tent all day long. Just hang out on public land, maybe like right on a riverbank where nobody could afford a house. Throw up a tent, become a drug addict, and the government will support you. Why are you working so hard? It's a good point. Look at you busting your hump on a beautiful day, middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. You're going to have to clear all these tables by yourself. You could be on the dole. Right. Right. Who's the fool? No, I'm glad that she uh, she's working, but man, that's a tough situation to be in. It would it would it would have to anger you after a while because you're probably being treated poorly by a lot of the customers. And mm-hmm. like I've said many times, I'm not going to be mean to anybody, but I I'm paying the same price or more and getting way less. I mean, how 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 excited am I supposed to be about this? Crapflation. It's like <laughs> shrinkflation, but service is crappy. You it's crapflation. Just, did you invent that? That's awesome. I may have. I don't know. Shrinkflation. Crapflation. Things are just crap here. Right. You go to a restaurant, it's just crappier crapflation. <laughs> sure, you go to a hotel, you stand trying to check in for 40 minutes. It's crapflation. Yeah. I was at a hotel night before last. You don't get... Uh, if you're there for two days, you don't get new towels and all this. They don't do that anymore. Not a single mint on my pillow. How am I to go to bed with an unminty mouth? <laughs> what are we, savages? <laughs> Crapflation is real. And how long is that going to be around? How long do we have so many open jobs that you just you walk into a restaurant and every table's covered with dirty dishes and you sit down and wait 20 minutes for something to drink? How, how long does that last? You know, and I've done that for a living, clearing tables. I was a busboy for a number of years, and uh, you could train a monkey to do it. So don't tell me those junkies in the park are incapable of the work, please. I was a busboy, which just shows you that anybody can do it. <laughs> Jeez, Michael. Um, you're right. I, I, I have a problem with that. It doesn't seem like enough people do have a problem with it. We have more job openings than we have in our nation's history. What are you talking about all these people living under that bridge over there? Go get a couple of them j- the three of you each get two jobs and live in a cheap apartment together and get rid of your iPhone. Hey, they're not listening to me. They're scrolling through their phone. Put down your iPhone, get rid of your iPhone contract, and, and support yourself for crying out loud. And what's really insane is we have hundreds of thousands of people pouring across the border. Oh, yeah, right. And, and presumably in the progressive racism of America, the left wants those people to pour across and take jobs that white people can't do. I've always thought that's such a crazy attitude by the American left. Well, evidently, they're not available for these jobs either, so give it to the monkeys. I claimed you could train a monkey to do it. Time to give it a try. Or the argument that, well, these jobs, you can't live on these jobs. Well, that lady at the IHOP, she obviously is. She's obviously surviving on it, and people always have. And so maybe you have to have a couple of them, or you have roommates or whatever, and sure, it sucks. But people have, uh, so the people that are coming across the border illegally, you expect them to live on it somehow. Well, and wait a monkey spanking minute here. The guys in the tents not working at all are living on that. They seem well enough fed. They're a little thin, but meth will do that to you. So what do you mean you can't live on that? What, what kind of bull squat is that? I assume that was an attempt at humor. You don't train the monkeys through spanking, do you? Well, in some circumstances. Bad little monkey. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Yesterday on the A&G One More Thing podcast. Jack, this is roughly the equivalent of carrying around 224 slices of bacon in your body. Well, that's wait, the wait a minute. regular what bacon weighs measurement that we all use. The Armstrong and Getty One More Thing podcast. What? Hear it on the iHeart app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. He- Armstrong and Getty. Have I mentioned how much I hate the coffee machine? Not lately. I want to smash the coffee machine into tiny pieces. I want to set it on fire. I want to fornicate it, then defecate upon it. Then I want to set it on fire again. Then I want to reassemble the pieces into a commode so I continue to defecate on it for decades to come. Wow, eat some prunes. I hate the coffee machine. Wow, that's some graphic talk there. I'm sorry you had to hear that, folks. This man has clearly lost his, his marbles. <laughs> Another thing I thought about. So uh, this car that I'm driving, for reasons that aren't interesting, has Spotify. I don't have Spotify count, but somebody's paying for this. Anyway, um, so I was listening to some music the other day, and a couple of times this has happened where I... Th- there is so much great music in the world that you've never heard of, mm, regardless yeah. of your favorite genre. I mean, it's just... 
it's like practically unlimited. How are there so many talented people? And what uh, just doing the music must be motivation enough? Or is everybody hoping they'll be able to make enough money off of it and then quitting at some point because you got to get a real job and raise your kids? Or how, how does that whole thing work, do you think? But there's just, there's an, if I eliminated every bit of music I've heard in my life and I didn't, get, I wasn't allowed anything of, I can only hear stuff I've never heard from now on. There's still plenty of great oh, yeah. stuff to listen to. And it's probable that you can find plenty of stuff that you love every bit as much as your favorite stuff, or at least it's possible. Boy, I think so, yeah. I, I came across this song that just came up uh, last night, and then I did a little Googling around. They're like, this guy was a, his heyday was the early 2000s, so I'm like 20 years behind. But uh, mm-hmm. there's, there's so much great music, and I'm sure that's true of this year, next year, and the year before that. Um, I don't know. But we keep cranking it out. Human beings keep yeah. cranking it out of their... Love of making music, I guess. Well, yeah, speaking for myself, you start with silence and you end up with 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 harmony and rhythm and and notes and joy and and or, you know, emotion, some sort of emotion. Um, And it's it's a wonderful thing. I, you know, speaking for myself and my friends and bandmates through the years. You do it because you love to do it. And if something good happens, that would be really, really great, particularly when you're young. You're thinking, yeah, I want to get signed. I want to tour, blah, blah, blah. But after a while, you realize, no, it's it's great for its own sake. What would you guess is the percentage of, like, random luck that plays a role in somebody becoming, like, able to make a living at it versus the quality of the music? If you're just going to guess. I realize it's very, yeah. I I, I see what you're driving. There's out. got to be a tremendous amount of random luck. There just has oh, yeah, to be because the, there's so much good stuff. Yeah, yeah. We actually got an email from a listener. I can't recall his name, but shout out, my brother. He sent me a bunch of uh, recordings his band had done in the '90s, I believe, um, and and when his whole life was dedicated to getting them signed and 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 getting famous and that sort of thing. And indeed, they did get signed. Had a lot of great songs. Then their guitar player got injured, so they couldn't record for a while. Their label dropped them. Because, you know, they got enough uh, bands that can record without your stupid guitar player getting injured. They couldn't get re-signed, and then just they recorded the songs just to make sure they were recorded. Um, and they're terrific. I mean, they're, they don't exactly scratch me where I itch, but in terms of the quality of it and the skill and the sound and everything, it was as good as anything on the radio. Like, John Batiste won the Grammy for Best Album, and it's real good. I've, I've listened to it a fair amount since it was announced a couple of weeks ago. It's real good. But I'll bet the Best Album of the Year was recorded by four guys and a girl in Santa Fe, New Mexico, or something like mm-hmm. that, and yeah. and nobody but their friends and people that go to that bar have ever heard it? Yeah, probably. Yeah, it might sell a thousand copies, if, if indeed they sell copies of it at gigs or stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. But that's that's why you got to do it for the joy of it, and if, if something else happens, great. But, uh, you know, we... And it, it's interesting, not to get all music geeky on you, but from the point of view of the audience, what you're exposed to, especially prior to the flattening of uh, the music world through the Internet, um, what you're exposed to is acts that had already gotten through the first 14 steps and six lucky breaks. That's the only reason you're aware of them. So it seemed to you like every band has gotten through the 14 steps and six lucky breaks because you haven't seen the other tens of thousands. You're not even aware they exist. 
Um, unless, you know, your, your, your brother's in one and he's making noise in the garage or whatever. It's like the Luke Combs has got a song right now, and he's a giant country star right now. I mean, like, he's among the biggest stars in America. But he was asked by an interviewer, what would you be doing if you weren't doing this? And he thought about it for a while, and he, he wrote a song. Now, it's, this is what I'd be doing if I weren't doing this. I'd be on a, I'd have a Friday night crowd in the palm of my hand, a cup of brown liquor, and some buddies in the band. I'd, he'd be doing the same thing, mm. um, just for less money. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, I've brought this up before. I this 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 is like fun homework for you. If you have not checked out the anti-work Reddit thread, you really should. <laughs> I mean, you just right. want to entertain yourself. Every once in a while, I jump in and just like within three posts, I'll come across something I love. It's called anti-work on Reddit. It has two million idlers that are called subscribers that post and and read on all the time. And uh, well, I'll read. I'll read what the premise is. If you haven't heard it, it's a subreddit for those who want to end work. Okay, let's stop right there. What the, what the <laughs> f oh, do you mean? By, what the f do you mean by that? <laughs> and you don't be crazy. You don't be crazy if you had some sort of time machine. But it's not just a time machine. It's a bus, like a really big touring bus. You could fit sixty some people in it comfortably. I would take my time machine. I would go back twenty years, fifty years, a hundred years, five hundred years, a thousand years, five thousand, ten thousand years, etc. I would fill that bus back practically. I'd probably even include some of my brother Neanderthals on that bus. I would bring that bus back to the present day. I would sit down. I would read that thread to them, and every single Homo sapien and Neanderthal from every era would guffaw in unison. Am I wrong? I am not wrong. A subreddit, again, there's two million people on here. Now, and I don't know how many people are following it to mock it, but based on the posts, there's a lot of people who believe it. It's a subreddit for those who want to end work, are curious about ending work, want to get the most out of a work free life, a work free life. Want more information on anti-work ideas and want personal help with their own jobs, work-related struggles. There you go. And here's just one post, and it's got something about the average price of a home. And homes are homes are expensive now. Rent is expensive now. It's very hard to afford. No denying that. But it says minimum wage people apparently shouldn't be afforded the luxury of every being able to own a house. Shake my head. Everyone should be able to afford housing regardless of how much they make, whether it's the minimum wage or not. Right. Where do you even start with that person? All right, right. Well, yes, you know, it's the crowd. Their 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 stated premises: we want to end work. So everybody, no matter how little they make, should be able to afford to buy a house. How are you going to? Or make how that? little they try? <laughs> exactly. But how 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 are you going to make that happen? I just it's just stunning to me. I guess big a house. Just like a shed or like a four-bedroom house. And if not that, then why not a mansion? Did I mean, you say where does it end? Shed. S-H-E-D. Shed. Okay. shed, yes. Just in my headphones, I couldn't tell what you said there. Sorry. Um, Got some wax in your ears. I guess, shed I guess the only thing I can do... <laughs> what a pile of shed. <laughs> I guess the only thing I can do is is work to make sure that my kids have full grasp of reality, right? I mean, that's the only thing oh, I yeah. can do. Yeah, I think, um, you know, speaking of the downside of the Internet, uh, connecting uh, would-be instigators with would-be followers, uh, as Dave Barry, I'm not Dave Barry, uh, PJ O'Rourke put it so amusingly on our show, connecting every idiot in the world with every other idiot, (laughs) uh, there are ideas 
online, quite a few of them, and that's one example, that bind together communities. So you have a a large, in some cases, support network of many people who think the same way you do. Well, there are some ideas, pardon me, folks, that are so effing stupid or perverse, sick, they should not have a community. I like to molest children, should not have a community. I don't think I should have to work to have a nice house, should not have a community, because it's freaking stupid. Class A, moron. That's right, Alec. You would have to span the world. I mean, like, spend your entire lifetime and enormous amounts of money traveling around the world to find a thousand people who thought that it made sense. But on the Internet, it's effortless. So did, were these people raised by wolves? I mean, how did you come? I'm pretty sure I'll bring it up to my kids and I'm pretty sure my 10 and 12 year old would say, well, that wouldn't work because blank, blank, blank. <laughs> if I threw out the idea of nobody has to work or Everybody deserves a house or something like that. Uh, I'm going to have you a T-shirt made. I'm going to have, what good would it do if you were wearing it? I'm going to have me a T-shirt made so you can read it on my chest all the time. (laughs) Ideology trumps logic and intelligence every day. But if I found out my kids were on the anti-work Reddit when they're in their 20s posting stuff like that, I would think I have completely 100% failed as a parent. Because that's just that. How would you possibly get to that conclusion? Because you're surrounded by people who repeat it to you every day and you crave their approval. Well, that's part of it. But part of it is you've clearly never had a job. Like, Sam wants a job as soon as he can. And I think, like, at Target, you can be 16 and there's some fast food places where you can be 14. You have a job and you work with people. That attitude is already gone. Because there will be somebody at your workplace that ain't worth a crap that you have to work harder to pick up the slack for them. And automatically, Mm -hmm. immediately, the whole idea of everybody deserves a house is gone for the rest of your life. If if you've never had a job, though, if you're 24 and you've never had a job, you're still under the impression that everybody's doing their best and evil employers are the only thing that keep you from getting rich. And again, for all of human history, you and that idiotic idea, you'd have rolled that out among your coworkers, and they'd they'd say, what the hell are you talking about, you idiot? And it would have ended there. But now, thanks to the Internet, you can find 5,000 people who say, yeah, yeah, you're right. We shouldn't have to work to afford a Ferrari. That's unfair. (laughs) Ferraris are a human right. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. 
Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We have a bunch of stories that uh, that bear touching on, but probably not much time. We've been working on coming up with a name not very hard. Let's call it Armstrong and Getty Coast to Coast. Armstrong and Getty Coast to Coast. Shore yeah. to shore. Ocean to ocean. Whatever. Uh, uh. Let's stick with Coast to Coast. Oh, we'll accommodate them, all right. We'll accommodate them straight into the grave. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he gave it a try, didn't he? So a bunch of stories we ought to touch on briefly. The Court of Appeals in New York State said Democrats violated the state constitution and ignored the will of voters in gerrymandering up their electoral map. It was so awful that the New York State Court of Appeals, which is dominated by, you know, Democrats in a very, very Democrat state, said, no, this is outrageous. This is horrible. There's no way this can stand. Um, so next time you hear some Democrat wailing about how Republicans don't want to let anybody to vote, want, don't want anybody to vote. They're trying to suppress voting. Oh, no. It's so fake. It's so phony. Yeah, both parties do it. It's not great. But uh, quit with your righteous indignation, okay? That's really one of the big political stories of the year. Now, we're not hanging on every word of New York politics, but this is huge. Oregon's governor, Kate Brown, who is to the left of Trotsky, is making headlines. She granted clemency to a cold-blooded killer who gunned down a teenage girl, saying, well, he was 17 when he did it. And teenagers deserve a second chance in life. He was sentenced to life with no parole. And she didn't even notify the mother of the victim. That sentence doesn't make sense on its face. 18 and 19-year-olds are teenagers, too. But they're adults, so... Okay. Well, yeah. Well, right. Yeah. So uh, this guy was committing robberies. This poor 19-year-old girl knew it. And uh, the guy lured her down a country road and executed her to make sure she didn't talk about his other felonies. He was uh, sentenced to life without parole, uh, granted the killer clemency, neglected to inform the victim's family. And they are outraged, needless to say. I'm I'm trying to find her quote, but I characterized it closely enough. I mean, she just said... This weird ideology where you're concerned that violent murderers or rapists... 
are getting too raw a deal in our system is weird. Well, that's what you're concerned with. Of all the things you could dedicate your life to fixing, your big concern is that people who murder others in cold blood are getting too uh, too stiff a penalty. All right. They absolutely spend more time thinking about the victimizers than the victims or the future victims. Clearly. Absolutely. She said teenagers, even those who have committed terrible crimes, have a unique capacity for growth and change. We are a state and a nation of second chances. That is just unbelievable. The the uh, uh, district attorney, everybody in law enforcement is absolutely horrified by this decision, but that's par for the course with Kate Brown. Moving along, Jack, it's America Coast. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Armstrong and Getty Coast to Coast. Blue states across the country are using billions of taxpayer dollars from the $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package to... Push the core tenets of critical race theory in schools. Fantastic. That's right. COVID relief money is going to uh, elementary, secondary, and high schools uh, take care of implicit bias and anti-racism training, in other, among other programs, according to research uh, shared with uh, Fox News. Uh, in Feb 2021, before the legislation passed, the White House told Fox Business that the funding would provide schools, quote, with the resources they need to safely reopen and fully serve their students. I could go into the absolutely tragic levels of learning loss, truancy, how kids have drifted away from school and will never come back again, particularly minority kids and poor kids, which the left is always saying, oh, that's our every breath is breathed to help them. They have murdered the hopes of hundreds of the millions of poor children through their policies. And yet the money that was supposed to go to make sure the kids could stay in school is being taught that white people are oppressors, black people have no chance, and that white people have to get on their knees and, and beg for forgiveness. And and the part, the other side of the coin is the one that really bothers me. As a white guy, I'll, I'll be fine. It's teaching the kids of color that they don't have a chance in America and they might as well give up. Mm. I think that is just awful. And finally, Armstrong and Getty Coast to Coast. Oh, I'm sorry. They single out at least $46.5 billion has been allocated to 13 states, including California, New York, and Illinois, that are planning to use the funds to implement uh, the uh, woke ideology, the critical theory stuff in schools, the anti-racist training. $46.5 billion. So it occurs to me, uh, the president's begging that we we borrow another $33 billion from our children and grandchildren to finance uh, Ukraine's weapons. Why don't we take it from that $46.5 billion, please? And then one more story, uh, coast to coast, just because I wanted to get this on. There's a program that started in the, the county uh, where my kids uh, went through school, Placer County in California. Um, called the One Pill Can Kill campaign. And they're talking about so many of the pills that kids, especially in high school, will take for a thrill. They think it's Percocet. They think it's Oxycodone. They think they're going to get a buzz for the evening or stuff like that. The cartels who supply so many of these pills are cutting them with fentanyl. And the number of kids overdosing on a single pill has grown to a horrifying point. And this doesn't get nearly as much news as it should because it's not like a conflict between Republicans and Democrats. There's no bad guy like in domestic politics you can point to. It's not as exciting. 
but it's a, it's not a big county in terms of population. There are like a dozen overdoses in the last couple of years of young people. And the mom who got this started, her 17-year-old son was had just applied to a bunch of colleges. He was just starting to get letters of acceptance, and he took one pill and died of a fentanyl wow. overdose. So parents, talk to your kids. You don't want them smoking pot. You don't want them drinking. I totally understand that. But tell them hard drugs and pills are so dangerous right now. Please don't take pills. You have no idea what's in them. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.